1: Uh, we are going to be having a conversation with Devon Cunningham and myself. He's the youth pastor at Calvary Phoenix, and uh, he's a great dude. He's a good friend. And we're going to talk about what it's like to be in the world, not of the world, and what that means and what that looks like for students. And um, that kind of comes out of a passage in John 17 where Jesus is praying for actually us. And um, he says, I do not ask thee to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. And so I've heard it kind of said that uh, we're really of the world, but sent into the world. Or I, I don't know exactly how to say it, but we are sent to be lights. Like the verse we read a couple weeks ago about they will know we are his disciples by the way we love one another. And, and this idea of, of, of being in the world, not of the world, and, and, and changing our minds, obviously, uh, Romans 12, 2 is, is a go-to for that. And that, that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And, um, and, and that's really tough to park on. Um, what, what, we would approve what the perfect will of God is. And what is that? Well, Paul helps us out a little bit. Um, just go down a few more verses to verse nine of chapter 12 and, um, says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality, bless those who persecute you and bless and curse not, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Paul actually goes on, but uh, I'm running out of breath. And uh, I pray that you would spend some time in Romans chapter twelve, verses nine through twenty-one, and uh, it would be good for your soul to find out what the perfect, pleasing will of God is. And um, the last thing I'll end on before we worship is my shirt. Um, uh, my shirt says Quam Videri. and it's Latin, you, and it's the um, it is the motto of the Granite Mountain Hotshots. Of course, they lost. Uh, 19 of them in Yarnell about six years ago. My mom has a home in, had a home in Yarnell and, um, and uh, brutal situation. But this was their motto, Ese Quamvedere. I ran the 5K last year and um, well, what does it mean? Good question. Uh, my guys in my community group know what it means. And I'm going to tell you, it means to be rather than to seem to be. So, in other words, what's you are on the inside matches what's on the outside. That's the goal. That's what this all this stuff is. That we would love not because we want people to see us do that, because that's what's inside of us. And I don't know where you're at right now, but but pray that would come out. Um, that God would work His way from the outside of you and the, the 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 facade that could be there to the to the heart, to the inside, and that will change everything i'm here at hebrews yes at calvary phoenix um right on the freeway with my friend um devon cunningham uh what do you do at calvary phoenix
0: i oversee the high school ministry yeah i've been doing it for three years so i love it here and i love to serve students and people so
1: three years you've been a high school pastor yeah three years of may okay so okay and i know we've talked about it before but uh what's going on in your life right now you got some big things happening
0: yeah man um my daughter was born December of last year. She's gonna be nine months old in a yeah. week. Actually, by the time you see this video, she will be she'll nine months. Nine months. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So she'll be nine months. Uh, she's a uh, year's coming up close. Uh, I've been married for a few years, and we just bought a house. Yeah, uh, which is cool. And and yeah, there's a lot of amazing things going on in life. Life's awesome. pretty hectic, despite all that's going on in our world. So
1: God's God's not surprised by COVID. We know that. We know that, my friend. But we're we're here to talk today a little bit. Number one, um, let me ask you this question. I didn't tell you about this one, but why, why youth ministry, bro? Why, why did you want to go into that? What's your, I mean, cause it's, it's a, it's a tough
0: deal. I, I've been doing
1: it for a long time.
0: I love students and I know that high school and just being a young person in general was difficult for me, Yeah, you know, and I struggled with a lot. I dealt with a lot. And if I could in any way, shape or form influence or impact, uh, student in a positive way, in a way to help them avoid some of the mistakes that I made. Mm -hmm. I want to do that. you know, I feel like God's empowered me to do that and, uh, I feel called to do it. And so um, I love it. And I'm thankful to, I mean, it's a blessing. So it's a privilege to be able to serve students.
1: There's about, there'll be about 700 students watching this. And that, that's me too, bro. I, yeah. I love working with, with young people, well, with students. They just offer so much. It's a, it's a give and take for sure. Yeah, and, for sure. And I get the mistakes. We just want to kind of, you know, they're going to make them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys make mistakes. I do. Sometimes. I still make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <Yeah. laughs> um, and what, what do you see as one of the bigger issues facing students today?
0: Um, I. Well, every time I ask this question, this yeah. is always my answer because I 1,000% believe this is that, um, and I know it was this case for me, right? So I'm not preaching at you. Right. Um, uh, I struggled with my identity. Yeah. I didn't know who I, like if someone asked me, who are you, Devon? I didn't yeah. know. And I thought I was defined by my circumstances. I was defined by my decisions. Right. I was defined what, by all these different things, except for who God told me that I was. Right. And I didn't know Jesus growing up. And so when I came to Christ at 17, my junior year in high school, and I was realized that I didn't have to carry the weight of that question. Yeah. I didn't have to answer that question, "Who am I?" and try to conjure up what it meant to be divine. But I could allow—I uh, could allow God to tell me who I was. Yeah. It gave me such a sense of resolve and confidence and peace. And so, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that that we can seek to live in as Christians as, a, as our identity in Christ. Yeah, you know, I,
1: I I need that every day.
0: Yeah, every day
1: um, I need to be reminded I'm not. Uh, our our pastor said something uh, a couple of weeks ago that really, he says you're not defined by your past. Mm. You're defined by Jesus' past. Amen. And I was like, and I, I so I still struggle with identity yeah. and who I am, and I'm trying to make God happy enough. But it's like you look at Genesis, right? Yeah. And she's not like she just you love her completely. She yeah. loves you completely. There's nothing she did for that. Yep. yep. And how much more does God the Father love us? Exactly. Um, as 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 we're watching this, as we're filming this, the elementary kids are watching a sermon about identity mm. um, from Jonah um, out of, up at CCV, And he did a yeah. nice job. But then they're going to sing that song, Who You Say I Am. Uh, that song's a, an anthem. Great um, song. When you get home, listen to that song. Yeah. Um, listen to that song. Uh, Kingdom Culture. This summer, uh, we did some videos with Robbie and, and Willow and Mrs. Hunter. And um, they turned out really good, I'm guessing. Not many of these kids watch it at all. We talked about some kingdom culture issues that we're going to keep talking to today. The kingdom culture issue I'd like to talk about is, and for lack of a better term, um, authenticity. Authenticity. And I, 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 start, I got this book in the mail yesterday. And um, C.W., he's going to be on chapel in a couple weeks. Um, but I, I, I read this. I'm like, man, this is this is huge. It says, during a cross-country practice, a friend from youth group came up to me. And this is CW. He, he went to public school in Cleveland. He says, you're different here than you are at church. She didn't accuse me of anything or call me a hypocrite. She just made an observation. But it was as if God used her observation to cut my heart into. And I see that as a big thing kids are facing. Um, I see that as a huge thing kids are facing. Uh, do you see that with your students and in, in this idea of being one person at church, one person at school, one person on social media? Do you see that as an issue? Yeah, I think
0: and it's not just I think every human being, every every person in the body of Christ struggles with this. Right? Yeah, because we want I know that for some people it comes from a great place. Right. We really want to engage culture. We really want to impact the people around us. And we tend to begin to look more like them mm-hmm. than live like Jesus in their presence, and uh, I think there are some yeah, and I think there are times where we're just nervous to be a passionate Jesus follower uh, in front of people who don't know Jesus. we're afraid yeah. to be judged we're afraid to be looked at different and so um, yeah, I, I, I do see that
1: and you don't know this, but Mr. Young two weeks ago, be three now, but he talked about when he was a young. Jesus follower, and he was one of those in-your-face guys. He was one of those, come on, and, and he he was so smart, he could get you anywhere you wanted to be and make you feel dumb, make you feel little, and obviously that's not what Jesus did. That's not what Jesus did, and we're we're here not talking. I, I need to say this. I have to say, I'm not going to assume this. Um, I'm going to say this because Devon and I were saying this has to be um, uh, predicated. That's a big word for the day. I don't know if it's <laughs> the right context of the word, but uh, uh, by saying this has nothing to do with your salvation. Nope with being a Christian because um, I think that sometimes with that identity, you made a mistake. That's your identity. No, no it's not. Yeah. You, you, you are covered in Christ. Amen. Um, Amen. There's this ministry in Atlanta. They're doing a lot of good work with people out of prison. And what they tell people is like, yeah, you stole, but you're not a thief. Yeah. Yeah, you may have prostituted yourself, but you're not a prostitute. Exactly. It's not who you are. Exactly. The root of it. And, and uh, um, but I see this idea of being sent in the world Most of your students are probably go to public school. Yeah. Um, And and what's that? Is that tough for them to be a Christian that you, I mean, as far as you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know that there are, there are some students actually who went to a Christian school for a little while and then ended up in public school. Okay. And I, 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 maybe I use them as an example because it's like maybe the starkest contrast to go from a school where a majority of students, you know, have no trouble following jesus and understand who jesus is and trying to work towards that and then to go to a place where no one yeah pretty much teachers are opposed to the gospel wow um it 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 can be a difficult it can be a struggle you know and so um i i know that there are students who really battle with trying to maintain being a jesus follower in the world yeah um so
1: yeah and make no mistake that's that's I don't think it's as prevalent at a Christian school, but it's there. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Um, I, when I hear this, if I was a 16 year old or a 13 year old hearing this, I'm like, you know, what am I supposed to do? Just read my Bible all day Yeah. and sing. Does that mean, can I listen? Can I play a a video game that that maybe I'm not supposed to play? Can I, can I listen to music that might not be a, how do we balance that situation with what's going into us? And, uh, and, and is that okay? Is it okay to play a video game that maybe not a right rating? Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think first, first and foremost, your parents are parents, the, 100%. parents are the leaders of that. 100%. So whatever, because your parents understand what's best for you and your parents love you and want, want to do well, you, you know, want you to do well. But outside of that, um, I think it's super important that we, we watch and monitor what we put in. Right. Jesus says we put in what what comes out and it can be it can be difficult. Right. I'm not saying that we because we do have liberty in Christ. We do. We do. We can enjoy. We can enjoy our life. We can. But we have to do it in an edifying way. And if we're only filling ourselves with things that are unhealthy to the mind, unhealthy to the heart, then what happens is, is that what comes out is unhealthy. Yeah. The way that we react and the way that we live in the world is unhealthy. And so there's, just a, there's a fine balance, and I think it's a, a kind of a, a person a to person, Christian to Christian yeah. thing. Uh, you know, I mean, you got to know you, and yeah. you have to really allow people who are wise and love you to speak into your life in those those areas.
1: That, that Devon, hundred um, percent. I, I know personally, for me, not for you, anybody else. For me, I listened to a lot of sport radio back in the day, yeah. and I love. There's nothing wrong with sports radio. I, I love sports radio, I, yeah. but it's it's. Listen to all this talk about sport radio, but I found myself in my car driving, listening to sport radio, and I was I was angry because yeah. they may say something and, I, and somebody would cut me off and like, Hey, you know, and, and I, I, I'm i not going to do anything here. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I saw that in me. Yeah, there's plenty of people listening to sport radio and don't have that that reaction mm-hmm. um, that that can listen to that and drive by. Oh, come on in. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, I found for myself again personally when I listen to worship music. It's hard to be upset with people that cut you off. Yeah, and so again, that was very personal for me. But yeah. I, I had to kind of, and, and somebody saw and somebody saw to me and spoke into me. Yeah. Um. So I would say, speak into your friends if you see that. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think what where a lot of this comes from, and maybe an observation that I've made, is that we make the mistake of believing that people aren't going to like us. Mm-hmm. for being our authentic self yeah, and that we have to be like them for us, for them to like us. But I've met plenty of people who aren't Christian, who appreciate so much more when you're just an authentic, genuine person yeah. who actually cares about people. Um, we can't make the mistake of believing that if we're not like them, they won't like us. Right. Cause I, I, there, I know plenty of people in, who aren't Christian, who literally genuinely do believe that people, everyone's different. Right. You know what I mean? And that, you can be a Christian, you know, and, and, and I can still like you.
1: Right. You know what I mean? And right. so
0: I think, I don't know, I've, I've observed that people in the world appreciate it so much more when you're just authentic, 100%. a person who cares, a person who asks questions, a person who wants to know uh, the, the person you're sitting across the table from, yeah, you know, so to speak. And uh, people appreciate that.
1: I know as a, as a kind of old guy, um, 48 years old, Um, I've kind of felt like if I start trying to act like the students that I'm ministering to, they're going to see right through that. Yeah. They're going to see right through that. They're like, okay, this guy's already fake. Yeah. But I want to be me. And I think students see that and and they, they, they like me for, and if they don't, they don't, that's okay. But I don't want to, I don't want to even fake that there. Um, and with your friends, be who you are. And if you don't know who you are, um, let's, let's talk. Exactly. Let's talk. Exactly. Um, again, that who you say I am song is one to listen to. Yes, it is. Um, and if you're bored or if you're really like seeking this or both, um, just go to the Google. What I would type in is identity Bible verses. Yeah. And boom, they're going to, you know, a lot of people think Mr. Gardner is like real smart and knows it, but I know the Google, the Google helps me a lot. Now I do know a lot the but Google. the Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, Devon, thank you for your time. And totally uh, we'll good. be back again um, talking about some other issues, but uh, love y'all proud of y'all. Devon, can you pray for us on the totally. way out? I, I appreciate that.
0: Lord, thank you so much for every student uh, who's watching this. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for G and yeah. uh, the time we've been able to spend together. God. And I just pray everything mm-hmm. that was said, uh, that's one thing would stick out uh, mm-hmm. to, to each and every student who watches this yeah. God, that they would, it would pierce their heart, that they would be uh, just pushed forward to be mm-hmm. transformed. Uh, to live and walk uh, an authentic life in you, uh, yeah. in the presence of anyone. doesn't matter who they are. doesn't matter what background they come from, God. That they would just be a confident, passionate Jesus follower mm-hmm. and that they would uh, just take their life uh, for you uh, and use it to glorify you. Yeah. Uh, Lord, we love you. We praise you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.